I'm not an analytic junkie, but I understand now the importance of them. I wish I did more as a player, like more than just the vanity metrics of, not vanity, but how many points did I score and how many dimes did I drop? There's more to it than that. If you've ever seen or heard of Synergy crossover or huddle, you understand that the metrics are important and they can tell you the health or the ways to increase your performance or enhance your performance on the court or whatever sport that it is. So all that being said, as a player, as a coach, or as a, as a hooper, you understand the importance of uh, metrics. I almost gave away the key. You understand the importance of metrics on the court, but it's the same, if not more important, in business. So uh, that's what this episode is about. It's not always the most fun topic, but managing by the numbers is what allows us to keep doing what we're doing. So uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Check it out and let me know what you think. I'm not long-winded on these episodes. I've got one thing that I learned today that I want to share with you guys. It is a Finance Friday. So usually uh, study finances and try to learn how to manage by the numbers. So a little bit about me. I grew a basketball training business and have been able to do this full-time for two years because it's going. It's three years now, but two main years because I had charisma. And charisma gets you to a certain point, but managing by the numbers gets you farther or further, whichever one it is. For me, I study in this book. It's called Managed by the Numbers. And, you know, as a player, I didn't look at stats as much as I wish I did. I didn't learn or understand stats as much as I wish I did because the numbers don't usually lie, depending on who puts the numbers in. But I should have known more than how many points I had per game or how many assists I had per game. I wish I would have understood how well I did from the left side of the floor or uh, where I got most of my points and all these other metrics and analytics you can learn from uh, from Synergy and Crossover, which is now bought was bought by Huddle. Those things I actually do care about and wish I would have learned more. And it's the same for our basketball training businesses. And what I'm learning are some key metrics and I've talked about the metrics before and the financial metrics. And look, I'm not an accountant. This is not accounting advice, but this is advice that uh, can help us help you learn how to manage by the numbers, which at the end of the day is what we need to be managing by to understand the health of our businesses. And here's what here's what I figured out. Here's what I learned. Operating capacity is important. Operating capacity is a fancy way of saying how many kids can or how many trainees or scholastic athletes can we have in each of these training sessions? Is it five? Is it eight? Is it 10? Is it 20? And whatever that capacity is, we need to make sure that it is always at capacity, that we are always full and we have a waiting list, that there's so much demand that people are waiting on the outside to get into those training sessions. Now, how to get that done is a different story, but that's one of the key metrics that we need, that I believe that I have, that we all need as trainers in the service-based business. We need to abide by and focus on and make sure that we are paying attention to. Another one, aside from operating capacity, is operating profit, which is the main point I want to talk about. Operating profit versus cash. And today, when I studied the finances, since it's Financial Friday, I realized, oh, there is a difference between operating profit and cash. And here is the difference. Operating profit is basically a formula broken down from how much money did you make total how much did people pay you minus how much did you pay in expenses? 
How much did you make versus how much did you pay out in expenses? How much did you make from your training sessions, individual, group, privates, uh, the, the clinics versus how much you, did you pay out to other trainers, to the rent of the facility, to administration, to basketballs, to marketing, to all those other things that are expenses here. Um, so the business made a certain amount of money and the business paid out a certain amount of money. At the end of that, before you take out taxes at the end of the year or quarterly or however you file your taxes, there is an operating profit. And that is an important metric. We usually have certain percentages there. You could say, I want to have 75%. I want to have 50%. I want to have 20% operating profit. But knowing what it is, is important. So after you get that, operating profit is important, but it isn't the same as cash. Let's say for basic numbers, you we made $10 for the entire month and we had $5 that we paid in expenses. That means we have 10 minus 5. That is a 50% operating profit, if my math is correct. I believe my math is correct. So that's that's half. That's 50% right there, which is solid to me, especially when you increase those numbers. But we didn't include some some things in that uh, in those expenses for the operating profit. So one thing we didn't include was that camp we did two or three weeks ago that we didn't get paid for yet, that the check got held up for whatever doggone reason. That's also something that isn't reflected in the well, side track, side note. There are reports that we, we find these numbers out. So the operating profit is going to be in the income statement or the profit and loss statement or otherwise called P&L in the accounting world. Then there is the cash flow statement and there's the balance sheet. The operating profit is in the income statement. So that 10 minus five, that $5 that we got in operating profit is 50%, which is our metric that we want to hit. But that doesn't include the uh, the count, the accounts payable, which is money that's owed to us from whatever organization or whatever the case may be. So you would think that 10 minus five, okay, I have $5 in my bank account, which could be the case, especially for businesses like ours, but that isn't always the case. Sometimes there are things that we miss that uh, aren't included in that income statement or that P&L statement. For example, like I said, the organization that didn't pay you yet that owes you from that camp that you performed last week, two weeks ago, and oh, you forgot, you have to pay yourself too. It's called owner's draw. Or for us solopreneurs, people who are the only ones in our business, um, you may have contractors, but if you're the main engine in your business, then you may be considered a solopreneur. So you pay yourself a certain amount. That's taken out and that goes into the cash on hand or the cash that you should have in your bank account. All that to say, this is fancy talk for the operating profit, your sales minus your expenses, gives you the operating profit. Your operating profit and your cash are two or can be two completely different numbers. And I have been focusing on the cardinal sin. I've been focusing on the operating profit when I really should have been focusing on the cash on hand, which is found in the cash flow statement. That is what is the most important because, yeah, we can go without being profitable for a while, whether that's because we are investing in jerseys, investing in more court time, investing more in our ads, whatever the story may be. You can go without operating profit or operating at a loss for a while, but you can't really go very long without having cash on hand or cash in the bank. So 
that's my big talk. That's my big thing for everybody listening right now. Um, operating profit is good. Have your numbers, but also understand that we need to know how much cash that we have in the bank. Uh, that's that's the key. That's probably the most important metric that we can all have in our basketball training businesses. So hopefully this helps. If you guys don't have these metrics, don't even know where to go to find this stuff, I would suggest that you get QuickBooks. You use QuickBooks. I use QuickBooks online. It helps out to break these uh, statements down and to give you a clear picture of how healthy your basketball training business is. And if you need help or would like help setting that stuff up, just email me at myson at myson, M-Y-S-O-N at basketball2business.com, and I will be glad to help you guys out. Uh, But that's my spiel, man. I hope that helps you guys out. Happy Friday to you, and check those finances out. Um, We had stats in our college basketball team where if we reach those goals, those numbers, those metrics, then we had a really high chance of succeeding and winning the game. So uh, when you find those key metrics for you, then you hit those metrics, you have a much better chance of serving more athletes, helping them out, and I mean, it's business, so operating at a profit and uh, creating wealth for yourself and enjoying what you do without having to go back to get a job. If that's your thing, you don't want to get a job and you love doing what you do as a basketball trainer, we need to learn how to manage by the numbers. I'm done. That's my high horse. I'm about to enjoy my my weekend. Hopefully this helps you guys out. If it does, leave a review or, man, just let me know so I can keep doing these things. Talk to you later. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode. And I will catch you on the next one.